Hello everyone and welcome to the Spiritual Advocate Show where it is understood we are universal energies in the flesh. My name is Kia B. Coat. I am your host and I am the Spiritual Advocate. I'd like you to take a second to show your appreciation for my co-host, the ladies of her empowerment group with some positive energy and high vibrations. I welcome you as you join us on this magical journey of self-discovery and growth. Thanks for joining. Hello and welcome back. We are so happy to have you here. We have a very special guest in the house with us today. Not in the house, but she's joining us via phone. Um, Wow. The things that she does is phenomenal. She works uh, in the consulting industry and she has an awesome story that we can't wait for you to hear. Please let's welcome Tanae Kosmina. Hello. <laughs> well, thank you. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much, Kia, for this invitation. I really appreciate it. We appreciate you joining us. I'm sitting here and I'm looking at your name. It's so pretty. Can you please tell me what it means? Uh, Tane is an African name. Um, my mom, it's really Tane, um, but my mom spelled it differently. Um, and if I remember right, it means princess. Oh, okay. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So um, to start us off, can you please just let us know who you are, what you do and what brings you with us, brings you here with us today? Okay. Yes. I, um, I am a certified Proctor Gallagher consultant. And what that means is uh, I am a consultant with the Proctor Gallagher Institute. Um, I have a consulting business that supports people in achieving a real true personal radical transformation in their lives, like from where they are now to where they want to be. And it's just supporting them in the quantum leap that they want to take in life to to get there. I, I teach that if they are ever going to change the results in their lives, they have to change their paradigms. So that's yes. what I do. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, you said you work with Proctor Gallagher. I know how awesome that is. And it might be some people who know just how awesome that is. But can you explain to us or the people who don't know who Proctor Gallagher is, what Proctor Gallagher is, why it's so phenomenal to have that opportunity and how you linked up with them? Absolutely. Okay, so... um, Proctor Gallagher Institute is an institute that um, Bob Proctor, who was in the movie years and years ago, The Secret, but prior to that being in that movie, he had been doing years and years and years of study on the mind, on mindset, on the brain, on person within the personal development industry. So Proctor, uh, yeah, Bob Proctor has been out for years. I want to say it's probably been more or less um, over 60 years of, of work, of researched work in this area. So he would always go in and do executive meetings with um, executives or individuals, but primarily executives all over the world. And he decided one day that he was going to be in Washington, D.C. He did a training session and he ended up meeting a woman by the name of Sandy Gallagher. Sandy was just attending the event. Sandy is, was or is 
a corporate banker where she dealt with billions and billions of dollars of merging banks and, and um, just doing that kind of banking work with tax taxes and the banks and, and so forth. And she loved what Bob Proctor was saying about changing your paradigm and that you can create your own economy and that you really are the creator of your own life. Whether you believe it or not, there's that invisible law that's backed behind every single thing we do. And she loved what she was hearing. She couldn't understand why she was just hearing it since she was a, an accomplished attorney and she was making all this money, but this was a part of her that she just wasn't able to, to really manifest. So she started to listen. She fell in love with the information. She wrote down while she was at that seminar that she wanted to be in his inner circle. She wanted to be um, really work with him. And a few years later, she got the opportunity where he presented her with an offer of becoming a business partner. She accepted yeah. and it became the Proctor Gallagher Institute. Bob Proctor. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Oh, wow. So I want to ask you, like most of us, we don't grow up knowing the things that we've been fortunate to learn at this point in our lives. We don't understand paradigms. We don't understand transformational lifestyle changes and mindset changes. So how did you get into it? What, what led you to this life? Well, really, it started in my childhood. I grew up in a family that taught universal laws. But just like every family, there are things that you learn in a family, but you may not learn all of it because of lack of understanding on the people that's teaching it to you. You know, I love every member of my family, my mom, my grandmother, my grandfathers, all of them, but they can only teach and show you what they know. And it's nothing against them. It's just that a paradigm, again, a paradigm is a multitude of habits that have almost complete exclusive control over everything that we do. Mm-hmm. So it, it, the paradigm is how you act in front of people by yourself, what you look like, what you dress like, what you think like, what you eat, why you walk a certain way, why you do things in a particular manner. It's your habit. It's a multitude of habits. And it comes down from your, within your DNA and it comes to your environment. And it also comes from relationships and it starts to become your belief system where we go wrong or where I went wrong and and had to get into this information was that my family taught me in one aspect of it, which was the health aspect, but they didn't teach it like Bob Proctor teaches it, which I think is a phenomenal way that he teaches it because it really gives us um, a better understanding of what and why we do the things we do. I just grew up in a family that talked about God all the time. I love the Lord. So we talked about God and everything I needed or whatever I would do, you go to the Lord. Well, as things started to happen in my health throughout my life, things started to get better. Things were released. Things were cured or healed, as people would say. And I had no complete clue other than God did it, which God does everything. God did do it. But I didn't know how else in an understanding of that invisible part of me that was really God doing it. And 
once I was almost 200 pounds, I released that weight and I was type two diabetic. I released that disease of being type two diabetic. I wanted to understand what happened. I wanted to understand how could this be? Now I knew everything about, I went to the Lord, I prayed and my prayers were answered, but I wanted to also tell everybody that if I did it, they could do it too. So my, my husband and I, after we got married, he was still doing his work and I was doing all of these lunch and learns and, and going into businesses and churches and, and going to do, um, visiting in people's homes, doing um, house calls so that I could teach them just what I was doing because I wanted people to get off the insulin. I wanted people to release the weight. I wanted them to do just what I did. Um, he said, you know, well, why don't we do this together? So I got into it with him, um, just putting it out there to the world because we are sowing we're planting and sowing. So we plant the information in us and now we're sowing it by taking it out to the masses. So I, I got out there uh, to learn this just because it, it came from my childhood. That's how it really came. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I love it. That's so fortunate. I know. To be able to start from childhood onto the journey is, is something else. Mm -hmm. But the funny thing is, and you can uh, let me know if you agree or not, Tanae, what I've realized is most people who land up in these situations, in these positions where they realize what their superpower is and they know that it's to be used to benefit the whole, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of times it starts in your childhood. The way she just spoke about reaping and sowing those seeds. The seeds have been planted in all of us. It's just some of us are more fortunate than others to have that seed nurtured. Exactly. You know? Well, but, it um, comes down to what is called the knowing doing gap. So, and it's called, it, it also comes down to programming. Like said that. We were not we, we, and when I say we, the entire world, <laughs> there's nobody on this planet. We were programmed one way and then programmed to behave a different way, the opposite of what we were programmed. Where mm -hmm. Our programming has taught us that we go to school and whether I had it or not, um, I should, let me back up for a minute. Growing up in this environment, like I say, I only had a piece of the puzzle, a piece of the pie. I didn't have it all. My, my family didn't quite understand all of the life categories that this information needed to be applied to properly because they didn't know how. They thought they did, but the results tell the story. Your results tell you exactly what has been going on in your mind. And then that's your subconscious mm -hmm. mind, not your brain because your brain is an electronic switching station. Your mind is a subconscious mind, which is, is God. So you have to think about why we don't do what we do. It's we know it, we go to school and we use, we gather the information and it comes in and it's like it's in a, uh, a storage station. It's like being stored there. So we're regurgitating everything back to the teacher of what it is we learned. And we hope that we're doing it right. And if we did it right, they'll give us an A or a B. But mm -hmm. then it's time to go and put it into action. 
Now we don't know how to get from, we know it in our minds or in our brains rather, and then going out to do it. It's a hard road to, to take because you're like, well, I know, I know I'm supposed to be doing this, but why don't I do it? And it goes back to the paradigms and the multitude of habits of what's causing you to be productive and non-productive and what it is that you do. It's just really all about education and awareness, really, of what and how to really do it. We think in pictures. So if we don't, the mind is either in a state of chaos or it's in a, a state of order. When we're doing everything in alignment, it's in order. When we're not, it's in chaos. And usually the reason it's in chaos is because we don't really have a picture of what it is that we really want to do. Once we get that picture in our minds, then we can start to get some order and then we can do exactly what it is we're trying to set ourselves out to do. Okay. Now, you mentioned uh, Bob Proctor being in The Secret. The Secret, like, oh, my God. I appreciate the book because I believe it opened up people to search and start seeking the answers for themselves. Um, if it's one thing that you think could have been added to the secret to help better assist people with that paradigm shift, what do you think it could have been? Well, I agree with Bob. So the secret was a good stepping stone for everybody. It really does get your, your mind rolling and it says, okay, I really can attract the things that I want in my life. Um, it really starts you to really understanding that you can attract things to your life because some people really did not really understand that. They just thought, I just get what I get. And maybe you might hear different things about, well, you know, I believe that you do attract things, but people can't go into further detail and talk about it. What was really missing is, again, the knowledge doing gap. Uh, that's what's missing from the secret. Another thing that's missing from the secret is how to really set a goal and achieve it. Um, all those types of things are missing from the secret. And Bob admits it, but it wasn't his movie. They are coming right. out with another version of the secret. It was supposed to be out in March, but because of the quarantine, it was delayed. So I'm not quite sure. We're not quite sure when it's really going to come out, but a new version of the secret I think starring Katie Holmes is supposed to be out. So, oh, wow. um, so I don't know how in depth they went, if they went beyond just the law of attraction or not, because I've not seen it, but I just know that it should be, it should be out soon. Okay. So um, in regard to your personal journey, you explained when the shift kind of started for you. What were some of the steps that helped you move from the old way of doing, living and thinking into your new way of doing, living and thinking? Uh, frustration. Frustration was the, the main, I was fed up. Um, you know, when you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, you finally start to do some things. You start to finally make a commitment. And that's something that a lot of people don't do. People don't know how to make a decision because they don't know what they really want. And it goes back to people don't really know 
how to set a goal. And I know people say, well, yes, I do. A goal is something that you set that is not like the, you know, have you heard of, um, like, the, I think it's called the, uh, oh, shoot. We're always taught it in schools about the particular type of goal. I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's a, it's like, how to mean smart goal. Yes, thank you. The smart goal mm-hmm. is not the same thing as setting the types of goal that we're talking about, a worthy, a worthy goal. A worthy goal is something, is success is the realization of, let me get the quote for you. Hold on. Because um, okay. really what it is, is I can't. Do you know? Who? Earl Nightingale. Mm, one of my favorites. I'm about to say, I know I've heard you speak that name before. Look Always. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. Yes, here it is. Success is the progressive realization of a worthy goal or idea. So what that means is. Yes. Anything you do, success is growth. Failure is growth. So many people don't want to fail. They don't want to fail. They don't want to fail. But if you don't fail, you don't grow. A a worthy ideal is something that you're in love with. When you ask somebody, "What, what, what do you want? They say, well, I don't know. I find I find that all the time. I've talked to thousands of people now and people say the same thing you say well what do you really want they can't really tell you so then i say well what what do you not want what don't you want they can tell me that but they don't know what they want sometimes people want what their family wanted for them sometimes they think they know what they want but deep down they don't want to say it because of fear of not being able to manifest it so you have to go back to writing a goal that is worthy of you that is worthy of all of your talents and your skills so that you can actually go out there and you can actually manifest what it is that you're really wanting to do. Um, that's really it. Definitely. Now, there are a lot of people who want to make this shift, even if they're not aware that it's a shift that they need to make. And oftentimes I find people begin something and the momentum is really good. And then those old thought patterns start to seep back in and they return to their old cycles. Is there anything that you can say to them aside from the same things that they always hear, just keep going, it gets greater later, you know, the things that people tell people. What piece of advice would you give these people who are on the cusp of giving up? I would say, do find someone, and I don't mean anybody, find somebody who really understands how the conscious mind and the subconscious mind works, And what a true paradigm is, not what other people think it is. Because, again, a paradigm is a multitude of habits that have almost exclusive control over everything we do, everything we are, our work habits, our social habits, our money paradigms that we have. It has almost exclusive control 
over everything we do, how we dress, why we dress that way, why we walk that way. I would say really find somebody who can really mentor them into understanding what that is. Because in order to change a paradigm, you can only change a paradigm two ways, an emotional impact or time-space repetition. So you have to change that. So if you're figuring like, oh my God, why can't I get from where I want to be, from where I am now to where I want to be? You do keep going, but you have to you have to study and then you have to apply because you don't want to get back into the, the paradigm of the knowing doing gap, which is you just gathered the information, but you don't do anything with it. So I would say keep going. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know how, don't talk to people around you who have not been doing the things that you're desiring to do. Reach out and read yes. and look at people that are doing those things. And I don't mean, I don't mean like the, mm, how do you say it? I don't mean people that have, that look good on the outside, but are all messed up on the inside. I don't mean that. I, I, you need to look at people who are really, really have it going on on the inside as well as the outside. Because you can be all yes. looking the way or not looking the way that you want. You know, people say, hey, look at me. I'm, I'm real. You can be real looking in the what, how you're dressing way to an extent. But you are torn up on the inside because you can't get all your other life categories together. Your health is bad. Your relationships are bad. You have no business investments. You have no money saved. Your house is probably a mess. You, you know, you don't you don't go out and and serve the community. You know, all these different things. We have a whole life. We have whole life prosperity, whole life categories. And in order to keep going, you're just going to have to just keep you don't. If you don't know how to do it, go find somebody who was, is doing what it is that you want to do and then do what they're doing as long as it's ethically and legally and morally correct. Yes. I'm getting yes. so much life right now. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm super excited that we have her here with us today. Now, I know you mentioned that you work with uh, the Proctor Gallagher Institute, but I know you and your husband also have your own. We do. Are you still there? Tanae? Uh-oh. Oh, okay. You disappeared on me. <laughs> okay. Hello? All right. I'm here. Can you hear me? I hear you now. We lost you for a second. <laughs> okay. Yes. You disappeared on me. Okay. Now, what was your question? I was saying, I know you uh, work with the Proctor Gallagher Institute. But your husband and you also have um, your own separate business. Can you tell us about that? Well, actually, the business with the Proctor Gallagher Institute is the one one of the businesses that we do together because we're both certified Proctor Gallagher consultants. And just so that everybody knows what that means, too, is we actually have um, we have programs and I don't really like to call them programs. I like to call them solutions. Because a program to me is something that you put on the you. shelf, you you use it, and then you 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 say, okay, that worked for me, yeah, that was great, and then you don't ever go back to it. I call it a solution, and we have plenty of solutions 
um, because a solution to me is more permanent. Um, so we do that together. So we have solutions that are just something like a six minutes to success, which is a motivator um, by Bob Proctor that kind of motivates you and guides you in the morning to or throughout your day, really, to go towards that path of success that you want. And then we have all the way to a big um, premier program that we have that is a 12 process solution to really manifesting and correcting that paradigm or changing the paradigm so that you can achieve the success that you really want. Um, and then we also have a business opportunity that he primarily takes on, which is, um, is this also in the personal development industry. And it's just for people who may not want to be a consultant, but they, he, um, you can sell particular personal development products. So we do that. And then he also ministers a church in town. Beautiful. And that's about it. How long have you guys been working together? Uh, we have been working in this business probably really a year and a half doing this together. You know, it's, he was always I'm all I was always supportive of, of him and what he did and does, and he was always supportive of me and what I do. Um, but we finally came together to work with this together. So about a year and a half working together. Beautiful, and um, it is a common misconception. I mean, it's a common conception. Excuse me, that it's never good to work with family or to work with your spouse. How do you guys make it work and keep the business and the personal separated and stay cohesive with each other? Well, it goes back to just what what we what we actually facilitate, what we believe in. We believe in whole life prosperity. We believe in that entire truth of the universal laws that there is one presence and one power, and that's God. So this is not like, oh, I'm just giving a, a stock statement. This is really real. We really believe this. And so we really put in all of what we facilitate, all of what we teach. We expect that of each other. And we hold each other accountable in those ways so that we're living and being models and demonstrators of exactly what it is that we teach. We don't. By example. We do. We live by example. It doesn't mean that we don't have discussions and arguments like everybody else. That would be silly to believe. But we do live by example. I am a, we both are big um, proponents of being a model and a demonstrator. I will not suggest something to you that I've not done myself. Definitely. It's just the way it is because I, I can't effectively talk about it and guide you. If I if I really haven't experienced that and doesn't mean for everything, because I don't need to have to do certain things in order for me to say, don't do it, because there are things that I know I, I won't do. But overall, generally, I'm a model and demonstrator of what I talk about. So we make it work. We love each other. We love what we do. This is what we want. We again, we want we plant our seeds and then we go and sell them. This is just what we do. And we want the entire world, since we want it for ourselves, we want it for everybody else. I love that it. is amazing. That's amazing. I love it. I want to know. I mean, you've been doing this way longer than me. Like, one, I still call myself a coach. 
I have other things going on, but in my head, I'm always coaching. And when we first spoke, you explained you are not a coach, you are a consultant. Would you please explain to the people what the difference is? Well, I think the difference is in my eyes is that it goes kind of what I said earlier about the difference between a program and a solution. So to me, most coaches, and I, I don't know this to be true about every single person, and I'm not saying that is it is true about every single coach. However, I think sometimes coaching could be considered motivational, even though the coach may say, I'm teaching that person how to change, et cetera, et cetera. But a consultant for me um, just means that I'm more, I'm, I'm trying to get in there. Like It's like, I, I, it's like pulling a weed out of the ground. You want to get at the root of whatever the problem is. You want to out so that it won't come back. And that's really what I think the difference to me between a consultant and a coach is. Um, we just do this because we know that you'll never change your results until you change your paradigm. And really understanding how that flow of thoughts plus feelings plus action equals your results will change your life. And then when you learn to think in that way, in a particular way, you'll get the results that you're really wanting. So to me, the coaching consultant just means I'm getting more, I'm just going deeper than I think sometimes coaches do. Okay. I like that. So in your own personal journey, from that point of frustration to you making the decision to take action up until this point, what do you consider your biggest success? Hmm. Making the decision to, to really follow my dream and not continue to do what I used to do. I mean, I used to be, I used to work for, for Ford Motor Company, used to work in Detroit for the city of Detroit. So I was, I was that worker and I was that same person that would sit there all day, every day, wishing and hoping that I was actually doing what I really wanted to do. I would, you know, go and go get water or something out of the, the common kitchen area and I'm helping people. I go down to the restroom, I'm helping people. I go down this hall to somebody's office, I'm helping people. So for me, it's just finally being able to really put all my energies into doing exactly what it is that I really want to do. God gave me this talent and this gift of understanding, placing me first in this family that I'm in that presented, introduced this information to me. And then started bringing people and resources around me as things started to happen in my life to make it even bigger and better. And I'm just doing what I really love to do. I'm not working on someone else's dream. I'm working on mine. Exactly. What drives you to want to help people so much? I ask Kia this all the time. Well, I think what drives me is because I have been there. I've been there. I've been like everybody else. I've been there. So I know that this information that is really 
out there works. It's just that it's been, and it still is, in books. And people not necessarily, even though people read, sometimes because the books were from a different time and era, era, they don't, you can't really understand everything that's supposed to tell you because you just can't understand the way the language might be written or different, you know, just things like that. So yeah. we pull the information out of the books, not me pers personally. I wish I could take credit for for the information that we facilitate. But and Bob always says that he, he, he laughs and says that he has a license to do this. But this is just information that is coming out of books, things that we've read in the Bible that's put in modern day language so that you can really understand how to really get the results that you want. That you don't have to end up the way that everybody thinks that you should or that you think that you should in the way of nothing. You can't do anything else. It tells you and shows you how you can really get the opposite of how you're really thinking or feeling. So it drives me because I know it works. And it's one of my missions to just be out there and tell people and show them that you can really have what it is that you really, truly want. And you don't have to give up being or doing things that you really don't want to do in order to get it. I love it. <laughs> I do. Well, sound like he, I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's my catchphrase. I say that about everything. I love everything I do. I do want to ask, though, um, with me, and one of the things that I try and give the people in the group is that accountability factor. Okay. To take responsibility for your actions, your thoughts, and everything that you are in control of. And what I find is um, when you start to take that accountability for yourself, you start to see yourself differently. So what I want to ask you is, what was one of the biggest lessons you learned about yourself and what was life like before that and after? Uh, I think one of the one of the many lessons that I've learned about myself is that I can tell this truth and still be okay. And what I mean by that is we go to church and sometimes it's hard to take information from church world to non-church world. And it was it bothered me for years of how do I get the message out and turn and not turn people off because they say, God, here we go back to church again. Well, I believe in the Lord. This information is presented in a way that still lets you know that God is God is in control at all times. But it presents it in a way so that you understand how you are a co-creator with God and not just God is out mm -hmm. there and you're here and there's nothing that you can do about it. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah, I like that. Now, when you um, first started your business, I know for me, I went through that period where it was so much information <laughs> coming in and it's a common saying, uh, you hear Lisa Nichols say it, you hear Tony Robbins say it, paralysis of the analysis. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Was that something that you experienced? And what did you do to calm your mind? Oh, my God. Absolutely. I don't see how anybody could tell, say, say no to that. Um, yes, it did happen to me. And it can, you know, it can continue to happen. You just have to really, it's all about taking control of what it is you're going to concentrate on. It's about concentration. And it's about using the mental faculty of, of the will of having the goal that you really want on your mind at the top of your mind at all times. And again, as long as that goal is a worthy goal, a goal that you love, that you're in love with, then it's going to be at top of mind. And you just have to say, finally, you know what? I can't concentrate on everything coming at me at one time. I've got to concentrate on one thing. Because if you put all your energies into trying to concentrate on multiple things, it's never going to work. You're always going to come up short. You have to concentrate on one thing. You might be able to concentrate on two things, but I would suggest concentrating on that one bit of information. Pick one subject, one thing you're going to do now. Not that you're not going to ever do that other stuff, but pick whichever one is most important to you. And concentrate on that first, get it going, perfect it, and then move on to the next one. Beautiful. Okay. Now, um, I know it's obvious that you are inspired uh, by Bob Proctor. Yes. But who else inspired you? Who else do you listen to for that little kick of motivation in the morning? Oh, my God. It's not just one person. Um well, I will have to say that uh, I do listen listen a lot because my my husband has a podcast, so I listen to his podcast that he does. Um, but aside from him, gosh, it's always just the regulars, the Wayne Dyers, the um, and I know he's no longer with us, but I still listen to his his tapes. Earl Nightingale, uh, Neville Goddard is one that I absolutely love. He's probably my favorite author. Yes. <laughs> I love he's my favorite author, Neville Goddard, Ernest Holmes. Um, but and I do a lot of reading. So I don't and I do read things online or listen to things online as well. But those are things that really get me. And then there's my uh, another mentor I have. Um, his name is Dr. Banks. And I, I listen and talk to him sometimes about things as well. So these are just just people that motivate me and inspire me. Okay. So one person, dead or alive, that you could sit down and have a conversation with, who would it be and what would you ask? It would be my great-grandmother. Wow. <laughs> it would be my great-grandmother because she's the one that really started this whole thing. She had a school of metaphysics. And if it wasn't for her... I would never have been, you know, this information never would have been around me, us and our family. Um, so I would want to really say, I, I, I only knew her up until I was age nine. And, you know, when you're, when you're a kid, you don't know <laughs> like you do when you grow up. So I would love to just have a conversation. And I don't know if I could ask her one thing that I would have to work on that. I, 
I, I, I don't know what I would ask her because all of the questions probably would come at one time that I wouldn't be able to get it all out. I don't, I don't know. I'd have to work on the question that I could, maybe my question would be, can I ask you 500 more questions? that's what i always say if i ever had the opportunity to get three wishes from a genie the first wish is going to be can i have exactly. a limited wish exactly <laughs> yeah. yes now this is a question for me personally because like i said I'm still somewhat new to the industry, you know, and I'm at a point now where the momentum is starting to pick up in a way that I didn't expect. Like, I don't expect anything. Let me make that clear. I'm very much guided by the energies. I follow the energies. I listen, you know, but, um, I'm at a place where I see things kind of transforming into something bigger. And although this is what I'm expecting, I'm noticing now that it's causing me a little, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Anxiety? It could be anxiety. <laughs> yeah, it could be anxiety. But it's not that it's bad. I'm excited. It's just like, what's happening next? Where am I going next? You know, but yeah. what is a piece of advice you can give me to, uh, just stay calm <laughs> <laughs> and, and ride this wave. And as things come, I know they're going to get bigger and it's going to be more things like what's one piece of advice you would give someone in my position who hasn't necessarily had the success yet that you've had moving into it? Well, one thing I would mention probably is to consider going with the flow of non-resistance. Right. I would say as it's coming to you, it's like feeling the wind. You feel the wind. It could be a, a smooth, cool or warm breeze, and it could be slow, but it could be fast at the same time. You feel it, and you feel all that it is that is it as it's coming to you, and you enjoy it. But as you, <laughs> but as you enjoy it, you temper your zeal so that you won't go too far beyond the enjoyment so that you can see everything and feel everything and remember everything. You just have to always remember to go back to your center and remember that there is a power greater right. than you that is in the world, that you know, that is out there. Definitely. So you just have to just calm down and take a breath. If sometimes people are coming at you Things are coming at you and it's coming fast, coming fast, coming fast. Just remember, you can say, stop, calm down, and let's take it slowly. And you go from there. Definitely. Enjoy, enjoy the journey. I, try, I definitely make it a point to be mindful, be in the moment, mm -hmm. enjoy, you know, get everything that I can out of the moment. But I'm feeling something different now, and I like it. But I'm a little. Well, you know what? That's good. It's that's funny. Good. You should feel it. No, it is. 
It's funny because when you first started speaking about the wind, we all kind of closed our <laughs> eyes and felt the wind. <laughs> well, you know what? It's fun because it is. It's kind of like, oh, my God, oh, my God, what is coming next? And you don't know what's coming next. And that's the fun of it. That is called, you know, yeah. we talk about what I teach people is the type A goal, B goal, and C goals. A type A goal is a goal that you already know how to do. It's something that's like a grocery store list. It's playing it safe. A type B goal is something that if you feel like if you get all the pieces of the puzzle that you think and then you underscore the word think you might be able to do it. There's still no inspiration in that. The type C goal is the goal that you absolutely don't know how you're going to get it done, but you know you're going to get it done. And so... Yeah, you, you, you just don't know how, but you just keep working on it and working on it and working on it until finally the people and the because you've made that decision, that commitment that that's what you're going to do. Then the people and the resources and the opportunities will start coming at you. So just feel it because now this is what you want to do. You have no idea how you're going to really do it. You're just doing it each step. You're having faith. As the staircase will appear, don't they say that? Who said that? Was that Martin Luther King? Yeah. The staircase will appear as yeah. you walk, or something to that nature. But yeah, you just you keep doing it, and you stepping and walking in faith, knowing that as long as you are in alignment and you're telling the truth and you're being genuine, you can't fail. No, that's exactly what got me to this point. I, to this day, I don't know how everything. What's going. next? A lot of the time, but I know it's getting done. I know it's gonna get done because I'm gonna make it get done. You know, and it's been like that since the beginning. I literally stepped out on that limb and jumped, and it's paying off. You know, so yeah. I appreciate the words. I definitely feel you. I have to ask you. Please let the people know what your superpower is and who mm. do you save? My superpower would probably have to be being able to, almost what I just told you, my superpower is being able to know that I am in control of how I'm going to respond. Because I can react or I can respond to something. So my superpower is knowing that I can keep my control the way I need to in order to deal with, assess, or go through whatever situation that's there. And who do I save? It would have to be myself from getting out of control in the way of causing the consequences of my actions. I love that. You were the first person who answered that way. Yeah, go internal. <laughs> yeah, I love that, though. I love it. All right, we're coming to the end, so I have to ask you this question. Now, uh, out of all of the questions that I asked, what is the one question that I didn't ask that you would have asked? And what would your answer be? I think 
uh, out of all the questions, possibly would be, um, hmm. I don't know. I do. Good. Yeah, think about it. I do. <laughs> yeah. I have to think about this for a minute. Out of all the questions, you, you, you asked me some <laughs> excellent, excellent, excellent questions. Um, probably the, uh, where do I see myself, um, or who do I see myself collaborating with one day? Well, like oh, that, yes. And my answer would be, and if she's been on my, my, my vision board for a very, very long time, but it really would be Oprah Winfrey. Oh, <laughs> I would love to collaborate with her. Um, you know, Oprah is Oprah. And I'm... I know. <laughs> like, there's no explanation needed. It Oprah gets no Oprah. greater than Oprah, right? Yeah, I would love to oh, do wow. that. I really, really yeah. absolutely would love to do that. Yeah, I've... As, as Sandy Gallagher talks about, she wanted to be in Bob Proctor's space in his inner circle. I would love that for Oprah. <laughs> so who knows? Who knows? Definitely. Definitely. All right. So before we let you go, please let the people know if they would like to work with you. How would they find you? Where would they contact you? What is your website? Give them all the information okay. that you want them to well, have. Well, you know what? We actually, I will say this, you know, for people who are really, we really work with people who really want to truly make a change in their lives. We don't want people who say, you know, the shelf help, like I read and I put it on the shelf. We really want people who really want to make a change. And what I can say is, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a that you can't see it because we're on on a podcast, but it's a two hundred and fifty dollar certificate for a one hour consultation uh, strategy session, and it really actually helps you how to we 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 will get in there. So what I can do is just if you all email me at tanay at successocean.com. That's Tanae, T-E-N-E, at successocean.com. Send me an email, and then I'll send a calendar link and just make a calendar appointment. Everyone thinks that it costs so much to do that. What it costs is, it's really the cost of you not doing it is what really is what is going to cost you. I mean, all it is is a conversation. You don't have to buy anything. You just have to a conversation. Now, at the end, I may say, hey, if you, you know, if you're really serious about changing, go ahead and try um, and join the 12 step solution. Then you can do that if you want to. But this is just about really opening up to get clarity on where you are having a problem and how you want to be. But if you want to go forward, you can do that. Um, I want everybody to remember that success is not something by chance and it's not something by luck. It's a formula. And if you follow the formula that's out there, you can't help but win. Yes. Yes. 
Okay, beautiful. Do you have any last words of motivation? <laughs> I know you're not a motivator. <laughs> but do you have any words of inspiration, motivation that you can give to the people listening who are either just starting their journey in the midst of it? Oh, uh, yeah, anything? I would say, and it's one of my favorite quotes. It is by Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or whether you think you can't, you're right. You so if you right. think you can't lose weight, you're not going to lose weight. If you think you can't have a great relationship or get married, then guess what? You're not going to have a great relationship and get married. If you think you're not going to get that promotion, then you're not going to get that promotion. If, you're not gonna, if you think you can't start the business, then you're not going to start the business. So it's really whatever it is. If you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Definitely. Mm. I love it. Yes. I appreciate you so much and the energy that you have brought to this episode. I hope I get the chance to speak to you again, whether it be on the air, live, or outside of it. I just appreciate you. Oh, thank you all so much. You all, this was a wonderful, wonderful time spent together. Thank you so much for inviting me. I hope I answered all the questions and if you all have any other questions or someone has something that they want to say that maybe you have another podcast for, I would be happy to come back on and answer, maybe do a and a who knows, but you, you it's there. <laughs> I love that. I'm so, so much. I've, I've been trying to like not clap to like make too much noise over here, but well, I'm I, just over here. I really I really love this so thank you so very much and I'm much success to you much success to you I appreciate it you know what I say it's already here it's already here it really is it really is I'm just swimming through it right now thank you so much and thank you ladies Nat and Jasmine thank you Okay, okay, yes, talk to you soon. I just want to take one last moment to thank Tanae for calling in and doing this interview with us. We had such an awesome time. Once again, if you guys want to reach out to her, you can reach her at Tanae at successoceans.com. That is T-E-N-E at successocean.com. Uh... That will be all for this episode. I am Kia Bicote, the spiritual advocate. On behalf of myself, Nat, and Jasmine, we love you, we appreciate you, and we can't wait to have you back. Later.